All right, there goes Sergio. pretty cool dude it's uh it's um different again going through the whole like trying to get the dashboard and all that shit set up and then another horrible thing was that i can't for life me remember what my fucking password is for my hotmail mm-hmm. my old account from back in the day like back in the 360 days and shit i mean i still use it. it's on my phone i guess it's an outlook account now but it's on my it's the one I use on my phone. It's like my main just send all my stupid bullshit here account. And uh, uh-huh. somehow I had the password at some point because it's on my phone. I could pull it up on my phone, right? But the phone won't save the password. It saves every other password. For everything else I do, but it won't save passwords for, I guess, email sites for whatever reason. And uh, uh-huh. so it's just automatically forever logged in. But I have no idea what the password is. Apparently I didn't write it down anywhere. <laughs> so I can't recover my old account, the old Ronin five hundred three. So I had to become somebody different. Hello, hello, can you hear me? Yeah, yeah, I can. All right, what's up? What's, what's up? What's going on, dude? What's up, bro? What's up? Did you on? Huh? Uh. uh... I was going to ask, did you get games pa- Gamers Pass with your Xbox? Yeah, I got like three months of it. Yeah, if you, they don't really tell you, but if you go to the Microsoft website, you can get it two months for $2. Yeah, they, I think that's what happened, dude, because at first when I opened up the box, it had the two giant cards in it, right? They had the one for live and the one for Games Pass, right? And so I entered that shit in, and then it just was like, do you want to combine these into two? And I was like, or two into one. And I was like, um, okay. And so then it gave me a free month of ultimate. And then when I go in there to check to see when the, cause you know how you have to have automatic renewal on it first, right. To yeah. get it to activate. When I went in to check what all that was, it was like, your automatic renewal starts on January 1st, 2020. And I was like, well, shit, I did get the three months. So somewhere it gave me the other nice. two months anyway. I was like, did, okay. Did you get all the bells and whistles? Did you get a headset too? Um, no, because I like. <laughs> he didn't think of that that part yet. Well, I'm wearing the headset, so I didn't really think about it because I already have one. Oh, is it compatible with both? Yeah. Oh, okay. And it actually does this weird thing. Like, it's got a setting on it on the top. It's the middle's off. The top is PS4, and the bottom is Xbox. And luckily, it supports the Xbox. Um, Sonic or whatever it's called for the surround sound shit. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so I was like, all right, that's cool. But now that you mentioned it, it is kind of weird because even like the PS4 comes with that little bitty like earbud headset that you can wear. It sucks balls, but it comes with one. And now that I think about it, this one didn't come with one at all. Yeah, did you get an X or an S? Uh, I got an X. Nice. The nice. shitty thing was, it was like I ran out. We got done yesterday talking to the Destiny show and I ran out and I went to Target and I was like, ah, I'm going to get one of these things. And, uh, cause this been bugging me. I really wanted to play gears anyway. Right. And, um, I ran into Target and I was like, cause there was just some there the other day and I was like, it's fucking empty. And I looked down and they were on sale for like a hundred dollars off. Yeah. They had the, um, I don't know. They had that. What's it called? What's that game that did really bad? Uh, fallout, the fallout edition. I bought the fallout edition one. And it was like 150 bucks off because that game just sucked so bad. Yeah, that one's just right. Like, well, just take it, please. Yeah, please. We'll pay you. Yeah, but I figured 
And it's only $100 more at that point than an S is anyway, so I would just and, rather go ahead. And, and it's a really, you know, like I said before, it's your PS4 is not a 4K movie player if you're into that stuff. Um, but if you're not, then it doesn't matter. But to me, it mattered, so. Yeah, I don't watch a lot of movies on disc, but it is an extra perk should I ever, like, choose to when something comes out that I'm like, I definitely want to see that in actual, oh, not even I, like streaming 4K, right, but actual, like, True hardware for yeah, yeah, the real deal. Yeah. Look I, at this yeah. Phil Dominic Spencer uh, talking that I'm hearing right now. Go ahead. I was going to just ask uh, Philip, are, are you an Avengers fan by chance? Of course. I got like a cardboard cutout of um, the Avengers Endgame, just the logo of it. I don't need it if you want it. You said it's a cardboard logo. Logo. A, a cutout. Yeah. yeah, it's a cutout. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Yeah, I'm ready to start. Uh, screenshot it. Yeah, I'll send it to you. Definitely. All right, guys. Welcome, everyone, to the newest and youngest gaming podcast on the net. I am your host, Philip Carlisle, and joining me, my two co-hosts of the Last Cities Roundtable. Go ahead and introduce yourself, guys. Well, I don't know what to introduce myself as. I might have to be something different very soon. So <laughs> just go, just go with like the scare, like the uh, the Xbox recommended like gamer tags. You oh have, like, God, what was that, dude? I looked at it last night. It was like it, it freaked me out because it didn't even like it didn't even like you know most of the time the systems like ask you what you want your gamer tag or ID to be. Well, right? it's it's kind of funny, man, because like. Um, um, my cousin, he had a, I didn't think it was provocative, but his gamer tag used to be champagne and hose, champagne and hose. And he had it for a long time until I guess we were in a match of call of duty or something. And someone reported him and then it automatically changed his name to scary Joey five Oh five or something. Right. You know? Yeah. Yeah. So, but then we That's see great. like, we see like really provocative names on there all the time. <laughs> Just... There is, there's on it on uh on PS4, you know. Oh man, I've there's... came across so many of them. <laughs> I've screenshotted a lot of them. <laughs> I was like, what mm-hmm. the hell? Anyway, yeah. <laughs> currently I'm running 503, but since I couldn't sign into my old email account to recover my running 503 on my Xbox, now I'm doing something else there. So we'll see how that goes here in the next like, so my <laughs> yeah. days or so. So my co-host. My co-host Ronan503 and Agent Chavis, and you are tuned into the Last City Red. So, uh, now that all of that uh, funny talk is out of the way, we do got some really good topics um, that hit us, actually. And I'm glad we prepared for us. I do really want to get into the first thing on the list, which be which be we're going to talk about um, GameStop. So apparently they're going to be closing a lot of GameStop, at least about um, at the end of 20, 2019, at least about 200 is going to be going, man. Yeah, I think that's and, a good thing. Yeah, and it, to, um, to follow what he's saying, it just kind of shows that um, we don't need 15 GameStops in like a three-mile radius, you know? And um, Philip, you live around here. Um, there's one on Capitol. There's one, another one on Capitol. There's one at the mall. There's one five minutes on the road on Newburn. I mean, there, there's too many, you know. Yeah, and, and yeah. I, and you I got think, at least about what is it? Three? We got at least about three, like in oh, in the dude, same four. area. We got four. Four. Yeah. Yeah. And the crazy part to me, I think about exclusivity and think about it this way. Remember back for us here at least, there was only one blockbuster in like a ten mile radius, and yes, it made the store busy, blah blah blah. But it was a, I don't know, I thought it was a cool experience just going blockbuster and see how busy it was and how you know it was just booming. It was like a Friday night thing, so why can't GameStop be like a Friday night thing? You know, where it's like yeah, got one one GameStop, but it's like I think it gives them a lot of leverage because I, and I will say the GameStop that's like near my cousin's house in Garner. They do like a lot of giveaways and a lot of fun stuff because they're the only GameStop in fifty in a fifteen mile radius. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I think that's pretty cool. You what know? would you so say I, for them to keep like the Capital One, like the the main Capital One, 
and get rid of everyone else? Well, yeah, I would say that one just because there's there's a lot of traffic there, man. There's a lot of traffic there. And I, mm-hmm. that's the one by the IHOP. That's the one I've been going to man, since I moved here in like 2000. So Yeah, but not going to lie, I do like that one over there by Michael's. Michael's is actually pretty uh, – when, when uh, that game started running out of something, they do have extra stuff over there. So I, I do like that one too. Yeah. Or combine them or make a bigger store. Uh, something like that. I just Fact. looked it up on – I just went to GameStop's website and just looked it up, and I just set it on a 15-mile radius, right, which basically gets you to the outside of the city limits, right? And there is 16 GameStops. <laughs> it's like yeah, what? that's way too much. I mean, it is. There's just there's this. They should have done this a long time ago. Honestly, I don't know what they were holding out for. I mean, it's been a long time overdue. Mm-hmm. And you get more of a center, more people will be like, you know what? Man, I gotta go to this game. I gotta go to GameStop. Let me go to this main one since you know this is the only one standing. So that way they'll be like, okay, you know what? We're gonna go there, and they're gonna get a lot of they're gonna get a lot of people going there anyway. And you'll yeah. have more people going in and out, and, and giving more revenue, and be able to pay your employees more because they're making twice as much money as they they were uh, back then. But then yeah, it's then- like. Oh, go ahead. Oh, oh, go ahead, bro. Go ahead. I was going to say, like, 200 GameStop still, though, is just a fraction of the total number of the stores that they have. Just a small little right. percentage. And uh, it's like, and then they said worldwide on top of that. They specifically made sure they mentioned worldwide, not just United States. And it's like, oh, it's worldwide. Gosh, I don't even know how many stock stores they have. Well, yeah. I, and I think for their and on, on an uh, economical standpoint, um, you got to think about the amount of people that try to do fraud at, at GameStop. Oh, for, yeah, it's insane. For stolen merchandise. Yeah. So, I mean, like, just because, let's let's say someone steals your PS4 and goes to the GameStop on uh, Capital, they say, oh, no, you know, blah, 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 we think this is stolen, we can't take this. But they go down the street and they're like, oh, okay, well, I'll trade it in for you, right? And mm-hmm. you know it, it could be stolen merchandise. Like, and I think that'll cut down on a lot of stuff because you know when people when they receive a lot of stolen goods, you know it's one it may get confiscated and then they lose money. When people lose money, they don't do specials, they don't run promotions, blah blah blah. You know, mm-hmm. they don't they don't have disposable income. But when I wonder how do, can you, how can you steal a stolen a PS4 a steal a PS4 especially inside GameStop? Well, I mean, like you know, like a lot of these. Um, a lot of these companies have like everything serial numbered, right? So like, if as long as you keep, I keep all my boxes for all my consoles, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Just for the just for this purpose, right? And it usually has a serial number on my box. So at least if I've anytime I've ever had anything stolen, like do you have a serial number? Yeah. So I think there's like some kind of database that they put it into to see if it's traded in anywhere or sold at any kind of store. Yeah, um, I think the pawn shops check for that when you do that. Yeah, I think it's all the same system. Yeah, they do. They yeah. Use. Uh, yeah. Apparently, they have 5,630 locations worldwide. Oh, yeah. That's, yeah. Not, even, that's not even 10%. Dude. But, you know, it's like closing it's the doors is going to help. But I'll tell you, just from my personal viewpoint on GameStop, the main reason that, like, when I went to get that Xbox yesterday, right, the main reason that I went to Target, even though there's a GameStop three doors down in that same shopping center, right, I went uh-huh. to the Target because when I go in there, nobody's going to bother me. They're not going to bug the shit out of me about anything. And if I go into a GameStop, <laughs> there's the whole, like, the one I go to, admittedly, the one down there by that Target is pretty cool. When I go in there, they usually don't hassle me about, like, what do you want to pre-order this game or that game or buy this mm-hmm. protection plan or do any of that upsell bullshit, right? So that one I like. That one I hope doesn't close because that's one of the few good ones I've been in. But the upsell on that, so that's the reason uh, years ago, and they're better now, but I, I literally quit going to Best Buy because it was that time period where they started having people with clipboards just basically following you around the store like trying to ask you questions about all kinds of stuff and it was like i was like dudes just leave me alone when i go into a store dude i am one of those people i know what i'm there for right i know what i I know what i want and if i don't know what i want then i'm there just to browse and look and maybe be surprised by something that i didn't know i wanted but i don't need them to be you know, a personalized shopper for me when I go in there. 
It's like, maybe some people need that, but it's always with GameStop seemed kind of like predatory to prey on grandmas and parents that just don't know any better. <laughs> I mean, I, I definitely agree with you because I, 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 I mean, I haven't seen that when I go to GameStop, but I, we always get into, I always get into uh, heated debates about certain games and it just drags on and drags. Like I said, I, I don't mind, you know, talking to those guys, but you know, it just depends well, on I had is. like a really weird interaction the other day because I wanted to, um, <laughs> um, I don't know, because I just wanted to get something and I got a gift card, you know, like like my mom or my wife, you know, they they don't know any different. So and and to make it easier, I prefer it just salute to them. Yeah, salute for real. Yeah, I prefer them just to give me something like easy GameStop gift card. I'll figure it out from there, right? Um, mm-hmm. But some some of the stuff, man. Someone was uh, one of the guys there was argue, arguing with me over like uh, the version two switch features, and I'm just like, what? <laughs> yeah, yeah. He was just like, yeah, the, the battery's not that much better. It's just a newer battery, and, uh, and the processor's the same processor. And I'm like, oh my god. I was like, oh my god. And it's like you weren't even there to like buy a switch. So it's not like he was trying to like sell you like a used one just to make his little quota thing. He was yeah. just arguing about it for the sake of arguing about it. Yeah, and I'm just like you should just told him like you should have just told him listen to our podcast. <laughs> Last thing no, pretty, you I, I, I was too angry. I was like, I had to fact check him. He was like, Oh, okay, man. I, was like, I, I, I think I misunderstood it. And I'm just like, bro. Oh my god, bro. Man. You know, yeah. not like I don't have one. Like I just got the version two. Yeah, he's acting like he's acting like you don't have it. You know, you haven't tested one out. Yeah, right. some some of those guys are are competitive, and like you'll get like some of the hardcore sweaty people playing at like working at GameStop. Sometimes you gotta check them on their gaming knowledge because they be like, "Yeah, you tripping, man." Right, and that's part of the part of the what I mentioned before. But then that's also a part of it too. So that that's the second half of being like, "Dude, no, you don't know who you're talking to right now." All I do is just sit at home on my ass and read fucking video game news on the internet. All right, so I watch YouTube videos from Digital Foundry like literally 20 minutes before I came in here about this very topic. So I can pull it up if you want. It's in my history. You want to watch it? No. Okay. Three hours of extra battery life. It is. Let's go. In facts. It, and like I said, it's it's like that thing. You know, have you have you ever guys have you guys ever went to Walmart and then uh, there's always those Spectrum guys near the electronics area. They happen no. to be at the electronics area, and then when like you're trying them, to ignore them, <laughs> when you're trying to ignore them. That hey hey, do you have Spectrum? I mean, they're just constantly being so aggressive. It's just like, oh man, I can't believe I stepped into this this landmine, man. Well, even if you had Spectrum, you can be like, your service sucks. Yeah, luckily, luckily, the Walmart closest to me doesn't do that. But I walked over there from Target yesterday when they didn't have the X's, right? So I was like, that's just across the parking lot. I'll just walk over here, right? Just across the street. And as I was walking there, I remembered that at our Walmart down here, it was only like two months ago, somebody outside the parking lot stabbed another guy in the head with a knife. And Ooh. so I don't have Spectrum guys, but I do have random stabbings that take place. <laughs> yeah, I think you might want the uh, Spectrum guys than <laughs> just that. <laughs> yeah, maybe. I don't know. I got some beef with the Spectrum guys right now anyway, so. Ooh. Yeah, that that's what. Good. Nah, that's, that's who the biggest internet provider here in Louisville actually is, is the Spectrum guys. Those are the AT&T guys. Mhm. Yeah. But uh, before we turn this podcast into uh, the cable podcast, let's go to the next topic, shall we? So there's a rumor has it something PlayStation related planned for the end of September. So following here it says yesterday it was revealed that Naughty Dog is hosting a media event for The Last of Us Part Two on September the twenty fourth. Supposedly, this will provide press with a fresh look at the game. However, with this um, news, rumors of another PlayStation-related event appeared, which is apparently also taking place this um, that same week. So what you guys think? Well, that's got to be a so far. Play, I would say. If they're going to hold a live you event so? for Last of Us by itself, I don't, I could, they, they're not going to hold, like, two live events, right? It's... 
definitely going to be a state of play because they haven't in a while. If you think about it, it's been a minute since a state yeah, of play game. It's out. been a minute. Yeah, it definitely has. It's about time for one to be do- that's due to uh, go ahead and show off some new stuff or show off The Last of Us Part 2 and stuff like that. Well, it's like if they do The Last of Us Part 2 at this media event and then do a state of play right after that, doing the media event will give them, I would think, the coverage on Last of Us Part 2 to where maybe they could actually drop some nuggets about some other games in the state of play. Maybe give Tsushima a little bit of a spotlight for a change. At least, yeah, because, um, yeah, it's, it's about time. And they go on to say this, the ever-reliable Zoog uh, EX says that The Last of Us Part Two, its media event, isn't the only Sony event that week, teasing that the Japanese giant has more in store for us right now. Most common assumption is that there will be a new state-of-play broadcast, and if that does turn out to be the case, then that's probably where The Last of Us Part 2 would be shown publicly, which I definitely agree. Yeah, it could. I mean, probably. But I have that or on the other side of that, if they're doing the press event, then the whole point of the press event is to show it to the press, and what's the press going to do as soon as they see it? They're just going to start writing about it. Yeah, and make they're going to write about articles it. about what it is. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I, I feel like they're going to it's time for a state of the play anyway. Um, we even, we've gone, like, for the PlayStation, we've gone, like, way too long. Xbox had theirs. Nintendo just had theirs. Yeah, um, that was a big one, know, too. Yeah, Nintendo with that big one. I really, like, enjoyed that one. But uh, it, they, I'm waiting on the state of play, man. It's It's been a minute. Time. Yeah, what do you think about that, Sergio? Look, I'm just excited for The Last of Us. That's all I'm excited for. Yeah, man. <laughs> it's, it's about time, man. It, yeah. it really is. I don't know. I'm kind of selfish. I kind of wish they would do like a surprise. It's actually coming out in November. Right. That, right. The same I time. Wish. Yeah, that's <laughs> just in a perfect world, yes. Yeah. Never yeah. going to happen. Nah, they they like to they like to cook that game. Naughty Dog is famous for trying to make sure that their games are polished and well done before they even put anything out. They're always famous for that. Yeah, aspect. that game is definitely. I'll put money on it right now that that game's coming out in that February to March window somewhere in there because they always release a big game right in that window. Horizon Zero Dawn, God of War. Uh, then they tried with Days Gone this last year, and now it's going to be Last of Us Part Two, I'm sure, because otherwise it'll be getting too close to the to the probable PS5 launch, and then that would just confuse the market between like, do I buy the one of the PS5 or do I buy the one of the PS4? Which one do I get? Are they both the same? Are they not the same? So they'll put it out in the spring, I guarantee you. Yeah, yeah, you're probably going to start. You probably see spring 2020. You, you think March? It's somewhere in there. Usually it's April-ish, between April and March, probably. Somewhere in there. February yeah, might be I a little bit agree. early, too. But I think that's... They always release a big game in that window right there. Since, But yeah. as you can see how in the last few years, how crowded that little that little couple months span's been getting. Yeah, March hasn't really been that, um, that game-savvy um, until now, like, they started just capitalize on those dry months, saying, you know what, we need to put some games in these dry months that we have, so that way people are going to be more excited to get certain titles, and it'll have more attention than anything else. Yeah, people, they started, they finally figured out that gamers are just ready to play games all year round, you know? It's not, yeah. It's, it's a grown-up market now. It's not just about parents buying games for their kids for Christmas. It's also about the rest of us that just can buy games for ourselves at any time of the year, whenever we feel like when something comes out. I definitely, I definitely agree with that. Definitely agree with that. So, yeah, so it's going to be interesting to see. Uh, so just look out for September 24th, guys. There's probably – I hope there's a stream for it. That would be great. And they may show off something else too. Just give us a whole state of play, and uh, we'll all be fine with that. I can do my super big review on that. <laughs> yeah. All right. 
I always need more things to talk about. Shit. Oh, yeah. Always. All right. So, we got our next topic, guys. So, full crossplay is coming to High Res Studios. Games on PS4, starting with Paladins. So, it says the pool of the PlayStation 4 games uh, will cross compatibility is gradually growing just recent. Uh, let's talk about uh, Destiny. Super Mega Baseball 2 joined the handful of the games. Functionalities. Iris Studios is getting its own action. Um, it just been announced that Paladins Royal, uh, Realm Royal, and Smite will all benefit from the crossplay. In the case of the former crossplay, is available. Oh, so what you guys think? You think it's good? They starting off these crossplay um, action actionary. Yeah. I think it's good, and I think it's good that they're keeping it under the free-to-play platform. Um, I just wish, yeah. it, I wish it would be bigger titles, though. You know, um, well, they got but, Call of Duty. Call of Duty is about to start is doing it. Yeah, but mm, kind of Call of Duty out, you know. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, but it's got a. It, it's just a. It's just a wave that just has to keep gaining momentum and pulling other waves into it to become a big enough wave to where everybody gets swept up in it. You know, it's so many, it's still that transitionary phase where there's so many, uh, just, um, ingrained roadblocks between the console makers in it. You know, even though they like, you have two of them that are like, yeah, we're all about it. And one of them is like, yeah, maybe I'm about it. Right. I don't know. Okay. Exactly. But, you know, it's um, it's just going to take over. any kind of like big sea change like that takes a little while to get going. And you almost have to start with the little guys getting it done first before the big guys jump on. In this case, it was what Rocket League. Was yeah, like, what, little dude that was one of the first ones to do it. And then everybody's like, oh, this is awesome. And then they leaked out that little one like, oh, oops, look, it worked on PlayStation. My bad. Sorry. We'll turn the button back off. You know, exactly. and then everybody saw that. And it was like, oh, now we want that. And now you're starting to see it, see it more and more. And a lot of the problems that some of what you're running into right now is the games that are coming out started production before the whole cross-play thing really got, became a focus of anything. So they have to go back and, you know, tinker with things a little bit to get everything to work. And sometimes it's just not in their plans to do it. And sometimes it is, but it'll, it'll grow and grow. Like when I got that, uh, when I got the X yesterday, I was like, Man, it'd be cool to. Cause I almost went out and went somewhere and found like a cheap used copy of, of D2, right? And I was like, well, why would I do that? Mm-hmm. In two weeks, new light comes out. And I can just download that then. And I was like, but it would be cool to, like, you know, just if I'm on this system to not have to sign into the PS4 or turn it on and just start playing Destiny with, with all of our clan dudes over on the PS4 without having to like turn the system off, turn the system on, you know? Exactly. And, and I'm sure that's down the road at some point. But yeah, it was the first time where I was like, oh, well, that would be shit. I can't do that. <laughs> it's like, damn it. Yeah. And, and now you're like, but yeah, that crossplay, man, that, that stuff is serious. I definitely, you know what? They should have crossplay for uh, Apex Legends. They should have mm-hmm. crossplay for uh, even. um. Uh, what you call it, Overwatch? No, it's definitely know. games like that for sure. You know, I mean, yeah, you would think they I mean, should Call be of, coming down. Yeah, these little dudes are doing it. Um, Call of Duty's doing it. Um, Destiny is Bungie said that it's in their plans to do it. They just have, they just want to get there first, right? But you know so something, no one never gives uh, DC Online credit because they did it way before PS4. People was really playing PS4 and Xbox One. Yeah, they did like... cross save with PlayStation Three, PS4, and PC. Yeah, that game's just Xbox kind of game become one of those that's like still going, and just nobody really thinks about it too much anymore for some reason. But it's still going; it's still got a community. Mm-hmm. So they still were got a community, and probably got communities based a lot on them doing something like that at such an early point in time compared to everybody else. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they've been they they did they did they did it. It was really the first ones who started doing the cross play. You know, and uh 
it looks great, man. It, it feels great. It didn't, we never had any problems. No, the you know, first game that. that I played that had crossplay was literally when Dauntless came out a few months ago, right? And so I downloaded it and started playing it. And it was like, it was cool. And I was like, check this out. Look at all these people in here. Who's these people? I was almost sitting there trying to pick out like the different set platforms by the gamer tags or IDs on people. I was like, that's got to be an Xbox guy. Mm-hmm. But this is a PlayStation person. <laughs> <laughs> you said that's got to be him. That's got to be one of those Xbox guys. <laughs> yeah, man. I, I, I definitely think um, yeah, it's going to be um, it's, I want to see more games um, that, that that do this. What do you wish your take on it, uh, Sergio? Uh, no, I think it's great, man, because, like, you know, everyone has their preferences, but sometimes you wish you could collaborate with your friends, especially, like, you know, in Destiny, you know, like, being able to, you know, co-collaborate with people, but you can't do it because they're on different platforms. So I think if eventually they opened up things like that for bigger games like Destiny, I think it would be overall a much more fluid experience for people and Honestly, I think it would be a really good thing for the gaming industry because they they could just make one title instead of making it exclusively for this, exclusively for that, you know. Exactly. Especially for the big multiplayer ones. It's like, come on, just let everyone play. I mean, just just bite the bullet, join forces. Crossplay like, should be a thing for that. Yeah, yeah, yeah create, create like some mega server that can host everybody and just, you know, play nice, you know. Single player games should only be you can have exclusive. Yeah, like 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 Gears. Gears should stay on Xbox. Halo should stay on Xbox. Last of Us should stay on PS uh, PS4 PS5. That's right. Oh, we don't get another game than that, uh, Sergio. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. (laughs) (laughs) And Destiny free for all. Yeah. For everybody. Yeah. All right, all right, all right. Yeah, and you're right about that. You know, it. all these multi-plats need to be cross-play, at least all of them. You know, because it doesn't make any sense. Okay, you can play with your friends online, but how about playing with other people on different consoles? Mm. Online. Okay, so the Xbox Scarlet. Release date update. Um, shot Xbox gaming news ahead of Microsoft launch. So basically, we finally get a release date. So it's set for 2020, like we all predicted. One of the one of its biggest games just saw some big changes ahead of the Microsoft launch. Halo Infinite has lost a key member of its creative team, revealed alongside. Uh, some other news that fans might be surprised to hear about. We only know of a few Xbox Scarlet release day exclusives being worked on. Halo Infinite being the biggest. Um, and we also know how importantly important first-party content on launch days can be. Uh, recently highlighted by the uh, release of the Switch and Zelda Breath of the Wild, having something flashy and new to showcase your hardware can be a boost in Halo Infinite. Looks set to be fit the bill for the Microsoft brand. So, uh, what you guys think about that? Um, Is it going to hit them hard with this uh, key member of the the team? No, I don't think so, man. Like we said, and I think a couple podcasts ago, um, when Tim left, I think it wasn't a. I think they had already gotten enough done in the game that where his his departure wasn't such a um, wasn't a big impact. And you have other people that have stepped up, um, like Mary Olson, the executive producer. She stepped up to do a couple of things, and you have, from what I was reading, mm-hmm. someone else, Chris Lee. Um, he's I think the the creative vision now for three four three. So, um, yeah, I think he already put his input in, and with his input being that, um, hopefully this is like the Halo that brings back Halo, right? Because I, I haven't liked one in a long, 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 long time. 
But I don't think it's yeah. going to make a big impact. No, I don't. Yeah, but what no, if they, what's those what those one people that said, Sergio, you're being disingenuous. This is going to really wreck everything now that he's leaving. You know how things happen. When people start leaving the project, everything gets messy and all over the place. Stop stop caping for this game. What do you say for that? Um, <laughs> screw you guys. I'm going home. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, they're, you're always going to have your critics, man. And they're always going to have something to say. And honestly... Um, I I think you guys are working gentlemen like me, so I don't have all day to play these games. So I right. will I will enjoy them uh, with the time that I have, and I don't have time to sit here and critique every little thing. Oh, the voice actor for this is terrible. The dynamics <laughs> of this are terrible. I don't. I I just enjoy the game, and I just enjoy the community for what it is. You know. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, that, to that, that game uh, is so far along in development that the design blueprint of that game is already well established, right? And it could be nothing more than a case of like, I don't know, the part of the job that he was directly influential over was already done for the most part, right? And so he just did what a lot of these guys have done here lately and just moved on to greener pastures for himself anyway, just trying to do something different and something new. And it's right. like the vision for that game, like like I just said, it's, it's already there. It's already intact. Any changes they could make at this point without totally scrapping all of the development, starting all over again, and pushing that thing back to God knows when would be like catastrophic. And the people that were already in the studio just stepping up, you know, it's not like they just brought in an entirely new team of people, right? So they just stepped up and moved over and just took the wheel. Yeah. Yeah, I don't think it's any big thing. I think it's kind of just one of those, like, you got to make a new story about something. Might as well make a new story about that. Yeah, that's true, man. You know, I definitely will jump in on this. Like, it's, yeah, you know, it. they look like they're in a good place right now when it comes to this game being developed. I'm not worried about it. Because um, uh, Mary Olsen, she's um, taking charge of the campaign, you know, Creative, so she's she's um they they people stepped up. They're not going to just let this game fall. They know that this is a big game. You know they want to make sure this launch right. They want to make sure everything is in place. They aren't gonna just let it crumble. And then they and then for for first launch for the Xbox Scarlet, they fumble the ball. They're not gonna do that, man. Nah, man. Phil runs too tight of a ship over there. I mean, he's shown that in yeah, the last few he, years of the way they've. They've, you know, uh, even if it's not the dominant console in the market right now, they've they've done a good job of carving out its own little niche, you know, and they've done a lot of positive things with the brand, and that's mainly, you know, on him and his vision. Cation Phil Dominus for gaming, right? I mean, I will give him that much credit, and it's um, he's not gonna let that happen. Uh, he's got it's all under control over there. Yeah, they got this. Yeah, they got they got this. He's not gonna allow that to happen, you know. And even he like just, uh, it's like with what Sergio, yeah, it's like with what Sergio just said too. It just occurred to me. It's like you know, I mean, even if there was some slight philosophical change that could take place between now and, and a year from now when the game launches, right? Who's to say that yeah. actually wouldn't be for the better anyway? Because you know, like I haven't played five yet, but now I'm getting ready to. Right? I got to download it. I'm gonna give it a shot and see. What I actually think about it myself, but mm-hmm. with like my experiences with four and everything that I've read and heard about five from various sources on both sides of the fence, it's um, uh, uh, it is kind of like one of those franchises that could use just a little bit of a shot in the arm. So that's a net positive for me all the way around. Yeah, that's true, man. You know, it's that you know, it's not a big deal. They got almost, and plus, we don't even know when the Scarlet actually. On the on twenty in twenty twenty is actually going to come out, so they we can say they pretty much got a whole year to play with this thing, man, and to make sure everything is good, every all the systems are good, everything running, no frame rate drops, all that stuff. They're going to make sure all of the quality of life stuff is done, so that way when that launch, it's going to be smooth. It's butter. 
Yeah, it's not like, you know, it's not like four and five. They weren't broken games mechanically and fundamentally. They're sound games. People's critiques never really yeah. came down to the gameplay. The critiques just came down to people just didn't like the campaign stories. That's all it was. Yeah, it's the stories that they don't really like. Mm-hmm. But everything else is pretty much fleshed out really well. From my understanding. Yeah, supposedly multiplayer yeah. on that game is like just the bomb. Yeah, that's what I've been hearing. You know, so you know, it's 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 gonna be all right. I'm not I'm not worried about it at all. Those people who are worried about it, calm down. You know, <laughs> stop pulling your hair out. It's you've got not your, going to kill you. You've got your views already. You know, you move on to something yeah, else. Yeah, you got gears. Play some gears. <laughs> For all of you guys who don't know, I've been sleeping in the closet. Borderlands 3 is live. It went live on Friday. And I hope everyone is trying to tune in and get your gear, your Borderlands on, you know. And uh, and also, if you haven't picked up gears, you might need to go ahead and pick it up. It's a great game. So I've been hearing. So you guys need to definitely tune in to check that out. Sergio, what's the state of this uh, uh, Borderlands? How you feeling? You know what? I haven't, I haven't picked it up, man. I have not. You haven't picked it up yet? I'm slacking there, man. I'm slacking. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but, Sergio, that's your game, man. That's your game. Well, Red Dead released a couple new updates, and I had to check them out, man. Yeah, he's got to go bounty hunt. Though. What are you talking about? Exactly. I hear you. I hear you. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, it sounds like they're, they're updates. Um, what, what, what are you feeling? What, what was your impressions on the uh, updates on them? Uh, it's pretty cool. It's pretty cool, man. The bounty hunter stuff is really nice. You get like an extra exclusive, uh, a couple extra gold bars if you're a Twitch Prime subscriber, which is really nice. But um, overall, I think they're really trying to work on their online community because it certainly have a more. I don't care what anyone says. Grand Theft Auto Online is really impressive. The way they set up everything, from yes. anything, anything you have to pay for, from the mechanics of having so many people in one room. Uh, to having so many different activities that you can do with people, it's, mm-hmm. it's pretty. It's pretty phenomenal if you really just sit down and think about it. So, um, I expect Red Dead to be there within a year. Yeah, it can happen, man. You know, it definitely can happen. They they tried to clean up their act. You know, they knew that the multiplayer from the jump start wasn't received as well as it should have, and they like, you know what. Our campaign is great. We're doing great. It's time to kind of fix this online player so we can balance it out. So more people will come back and have an incentive to um, play the multiplayer instead of just like, eh. Yeah, I really, really, really tried with that game, the multiplayer. But it was just, I don't know if it was just um, like system shock of coming from a game like Destiny where there's just always something popping off wherever you go. And there's just always action happening yeah. nonstop everywhere all the time. Right to like that when I went in and I was like, it's just big and it's empty and there's really nothing going yeah. on in here at all except people griefing me. Right, and it was like I can fish, but I don't want to fish. Right, I'm one of those people. It's like I don't want to fish in video games, Final Fantasy, Red Dead. I was like, <laughs> put these fishing games in there. It's great for some people. I know some people that play that game, and I know some people that play that game like it's a fishing simulator. So. It's um, but from what yeah. I've heard, it's they've really. I haven't jumped back in to check it out yet, but over the last couple three months, they've really, really added a whole lot of stuff to do in there. And I think that's one yeah. of the games that should be cross-platform too. Yeah, it would. Yeah, you would think. You definitely would think. Um, just like uh, this uh, Fallout '76, you know, they with that whole fiasco. They um they're still actually going, from what I'm hearing. The community's growing because of a they fixed so much stuff in the game. Uh, they added a lot of stuff in the game, and they're continuously doing it as well. You know. Yeah, but I think that game is too far gone to be saved. Is it uh Anthem too far gone, or is it uh just farther than Anthem? Uh, I think it's way further than Anthem. Anthem, unfortunately, yeah. has the thing where it's like, oh, it's it's basically Destiny, you know? <laughs> and Fallout has 
had the potential to be good, but it was just, I don't know. I think it was just rushed, too rushed. Yeah, it'll always have the audience that it has now, just those hardcore players that just love Fallout so much that they just want to play a Fallout game, and so they're in there doing it. But as far as, like, future growth of that game, I think it's it's going to cap out if it hasn't already. Yeah. Yeah, it, that game has so much potential. But it 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 just it flopped, man. You know, even um even Elder Scrolls Online is doing way better than uh than Fallout seventy six. Man, it's just so bizarre that two games made by basically the same company <laughs> could be so mm-hmm. far different from each other when they already had such a built in base of experience to pull from. It's like yeah, wait, what? It's a shame, man. You know, you got Elder Scrolls, they're living their best life. They're, they're doing really well. And then you got this right here that you would have thought would have, you know, rise to the occasion, but it didn't. I think they need to go back to their single plat uh, campaign. Yeah, that's just, that's their that's their bread and butter, man. That's their forte. It's, this, yeah. This games of service market is not for everybody. You know, it's yeah. not, there's not room for a bazillion of these kind of games to come out. It seems like, you know, uh, it seems like ever since they've seen how Destiny and Division does, everybody seems to be like, I'm going to make a live service game. Call of Duty Online, where everyone, you know. It, it, uh, yeah, there's it, just it, not enough market share for all of that, right? So you have Destiny and Division. There's two of those. They're different from each other, but they're close enough in that you're shooting things than doing raids, yeah. right? So they're they're different enough to coexist, right? But they're the same enough mm-hmm. to not really make any more room in the market, in my opinion, for that kind of thing. Yeah, you exactly. have this one or you have that one. You know what I'm saying? So, you know, then you have Elder Scrolls. Well, in the console market, at least, Elder Scrolls has that one. Sona, uh-huh. you know, that and Final Fantasy 14. There you go. Two big fantasy MMOs. Those are the big ones in the console market. There's really not room for anything else, you know? Then you got DC Online, you know, that's doing their thing. Right. They're just off, just trucking away in their own little world. And there's not, that's, there's only so many players to play these games, no matter how many consoles are on the market, because the majority exactly. of the people that own these consoles are playing uh, NBA 2K20 and GTA, right? Mm-hmm. Madden, they're they're playing these games, or they'll play like a like something like Gears or Last of Us or something will come out, and they'll play Spider Man. They'll play it, they'll play the campaign, and then you'll never see them again. They're off, to and the now next Borderlands, thing. you know, right? And they'll play that for a while, and then they'll be done with that, and they're off to the next thing. Yeah, that's why it's it, you shouldn't certain certain games should not be having a. a a live service type of game, and they need to stick to their to their mojo that they always had. You know, single players like like Fallout that needs to stay single player. And if you was to do a multiplayer, you would do something like this. Okay, say I take Fallout Four, right? For example. Okay, so now once you get to the end game, you can play with, you know, people online. You can play with people online in the world of of uh, of Fallout, it's not a Fallout seventy six, but you can play with people. You can meet people in their own place. They, you know, their own camp, whatever. You'll see the roaming around as well while you're doing it. But that's a feature that you can either play a solo right. or you can play with people. It would just be that's like you needed that. Just a much smaller focused little area of like instead of just broadly this whole game world is for everyone. It's just like you get done and then they just have instances. Right. Yeah. You go in and there's like however many players in the instance at the end game and you can all just run around and just play around with each other as much as you want. But there's not any kind of like it's just a, a, a cool little addition to the main game. You look at games like um, and they're more multiplayer PVP focused. But you look at like Last of Us and Uncharted and games like that. Right. Where they it's all about the story and it's all about the main campaign. But then you have a little multiplayer component tacked on here at the end ends up getting a really dedicated audience and since there was a smaller focus and they had a team that was laser focused on just this one thing it's actually just as good as the other game there's still people that play the uncharted multiplayer when they just had a story exactly. come up I about, love uncharted. yeah they were shutting down the servers on the old ones on ps3 right mm-hmm. but there was still a group of people that were out there dedicated to playing that game and that still sharpen people through it when new players show up 
because they love it so much uh-huh. that they just show up and hang out just in case anybody new shows up and then they help them out. And I'm like, that's fantastic. And that's what you can accomplish by doing exactly. that rather than every game's got to be 15,000 Nathan Drake's running around. <laughs> Facts. Hey, does anybody know? Um, does anybody know that the PS3 servers all shut down, or are they still um, they're still going? For I think I think they're still going. Just... Yeah, for, for the PlayStation Three, just in general. Yeah, yeah, it's just a, it's just a studio style by studio, game by game basis. Most of them are still going because there's still a butt ton of PS3s out there being used, right? So. It's just mm-hmm. now. It's just now. It's finally like you're starting to see the first wave of the bigger ones start to shut down. But it only makes sense because they're going to stay open while the PS4 is out, and then the PS5 comes out. And they're going to phase all that out. Move up to the PS4 will be the legacy one as everybody transitions over to the PS5, and then by the time whatever comes after that, then they'll start shutting down the PS4 servers on games. That's the general way that it goes. Yeah, yeah. Except for. Uh... Nintendo that they just fast to shut it down as soon as they got something new. <laughs> they don't even they don't even waste no time over shutting all this now. Nah, that's it's kind awful. of a dumb practice. Well, Nintendo has a lot of dumb online practices. Yeah, tell me about it. <laughs> but uh, yeah, man, like that. That's that's it's interesting, man. It, it really is interesting. So falling behind that. We got a funny topic. So Sony shocks gamers with PlayStation revelation. So it says PlayStation gamers are up in arms after Sony revealed a little known fact about its popular home console. Apparently, players have been calling the controller's X button the wrong name for decades, according to a recent poll run by the gaming giant on uh, social media. 81% of fans pronounced it as they would the letter. Um, but in a shock turn of events, the company says the majority of fans are actually in the wrong. Sony has insisted that users should be calling it the cross button um, instead of instead. And the news has left some fans completely baffled. <laughs> Somebody <laughs> says, gave it facing. Gaming, gaming faces its Me Too movement. <laughs> <laughs> what do you guys think about that? I've always called it the X button or the action button. I mean, uh, yeah, I think it's uh, it's the X button. Right. I mean, yeah. they they can say it is whatever it is, and technically, I guess that would make sense compared to the rest of the buttons that it wouldn't be a letter it would just be another quote unquote like shape name or whatever right but yeah yeah it's just for western audiences that that's an x it's just going to be an x it's easier to say x and it It'll sounds weird to say cross button well push yeah, your cross button man push the cross button huh you know cross what because we see cross as like the christian cross right and that doesn't look exactly. like a, doesn't look like a Jesus cross to me. That just looks like a and or I would think of cross as being the circle with the line through it, like the Ghostbuster symbol. Exactly. Something like that. More than that, but you know, being dumb Americans, this was an X, man. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that um yeah, man, I've always seen it as the X button and I'm gonna continue to say X button. You know, it's that's just what it is to me, man. That's what it's always been to me, so you know, I ain't, uh, I ain't worried about that. You know, that's <laughs> that's always gonna be that for me. Uh, you know, they, everyone else, they got to put uh-huh. that thing out there to get, keep keep things in the news, keep the hype train flowing one way or another. Uh-huh. Let's keep it. Let's keep it hot, guys. Let's keep it hot. And I got uh, the final topic. So it basically. Uh, PlayStation Plus Xbox Live Go Rival adds huge news. New gaming on PS4 and Xbox One. So it says uh, PlayStation 4 and Xbox One owners can play one of uh, this year's biggest releases for less than uh, uh, E4. So I guess in Europe it's, uh, I guess it's a couple dollars. Um, so PlayStation Xbox one owners can play one of these uh, biggest, highest profile new releases for just uh, $3.99 uh, developed by Bioware published by EA. Anthem was 
attempt to be one of the biggest uh, 2019's blockbusters. Unfortunately, however, the game wasn't particularly received at launch and would ultimately fall short of EA's sales expectations. The game was praised by some of its uh, visual style and smooth action, but um, fell short in the originality stakes for its lack of compelling content and disappearing loot system. So they so basically they they're lowering it to like three dollars and some change. Is this a good move? Well, I mean huh? they added yeah. it to EA Access, yeah. Yeah. Huh? Huh? And the radio? Huh? <laughs> I mean, uh, when we first talked about the EA Access thing, uh while back, right when they first announced it for PlayStation, I think we actually got into this. Where I actually said that Anthem should be on that service. Yeah, yeah. that would make people probably want to play it. Right, people yeah, will go in and check it out because it's already in their thing. Exactly. The only thing I don't like about EA Access is that you pay like ten bucks a month, like you know, like you do Game Gamers Pass, or fifteen yeah. depending on if you go the ultimate. But the problem with I have with it is Gamers Pass Ultimate lets you it does let you purchase like like if you want a skin for Gears you can buy that and mm-hmm. it'll be attached to your game but as soon as um, EA started doing that they actually have games you can purchase at a discount with EA Pass it should just be free at exactly that like Ultimate Game Pass right yeah, that yeah, they're gonna try to change their practices on that, especially when they bring these new console generations out, and they want to continue to keep EA access on the new generation consoles. They might need to change up a little bit, give a little different cadence, to give people more of an incentive to say, you know what, I'm gonna subscribe to that. You know, right I'm, now it's like they're doing I'm it. Them. Oh, yeah. yeah, Ubi's getting on with it too. They're getting their own thing. Yeah, they are. And now, like with Game Pass, it's like, it's like, man, y'all have got to chill it with all this shit right here, though, because it's like I got Disney Plus coming up, right? Maybe Stadia if I want to jump on that coming up. But now I've got Game Pass here, and then I got PlayStation Plus on my other thing, right? And it's like I already got Mm -hmm. Netflix and Hulu and Amazon Prime. You know, it's like, (laughs) come on, dog, I can't do all this. Yes, they're gonna have a whole you play. You know, well, especially because that's uh, I'll give um, I'll give Microsoft their props, man. When I popped it open and I uh, I, I popped open a Game Pass and went in there, well, sure, there's there's plenty of stuff on there that I just don't really care about playing, right? On the other hand, there's still <laughs> plenty of stuff on there that I was like, shit, I'll play that, shit, I'll play that, I'll play that, yeah, I'll play yeah, that. Yeah, and play the that. really nice thing about it that mm-hmm. I enjoy even just about Xbox Live, they have pretty big blockbuster games that are free sometimes like right before gears 5 came out the whole version of gears 4 was absolutely free i've gotten tomb raider for free the definitive edition i've gotten i i'm not that i play hockey but i got nhl 19 for free Mm -hmm. oh yeah that's the cool thing about it is it's like you know then i hope the playstation does do it because there's games in there that that you would never ever buy just on their own, like oh, I'm not gonna buy that. I want to buy that, but now I can check it out, just see if I like it. If I don't like it, delete. Well, they also do uh, free to play weekend, which are great. Like they'll give you access to the whole game for a whole weekend. Yeah, that's pretty dope. And what they did too with this Gears thing is, is since it's a Game Pass Ultimate, this is actually the expensive Ultimate Edition of Gears of War. Because I went and started looking at like different like skins for the characters and stuff, just mess around the yeah. menus, and I was like, holy shit, look at all this stuff I got. Yeah, I think if as long as you played before the 14th, you got all the skins. Yeah, they were all there. I was like, huh, this is the ultimate version of the game, literally, on Ultimate Game Pass. I was like, right on. Yeah, man. I'll be getting my Xbox in the fall when I Black Friday. Definitely going to be getting that. So I'll definitely be playing with y'all guys as well. And also with my with my PS4 family as well. Yeah, especially on some of that destiny. Boop, boop. And uh Yeah, and gears and all that stuff, man. Definitely looking forward to playing that stuff as well on there. 
you know, great variety. They do have a great variety as well, you know, with games that you want to play. You haven't got a chance to touch yet. That's on games fast and stuff like that. So it's a great cadence. I definitely think PlayStation need to have something like that. I was talking to Austin and Nintendo Day. I said, I, I asked him this question. I said, um, do you think that um, Nintendo needs to have a N- Nintendo uh, Pass library where they have all of their GameCube games, Wii U games, uh, you know, stuff that in the library, so that way you pay maybe like ten bucks a month or something, five dollars a month, and you can get you know access to all of those games. You think that'd be a good cadence for them? Man, be aggressive. Make it twenty-five bucks a month and play any game in the Nintendo store. I'd pay that. Yeah, Nintendo's yeah. so precious with their catalog and library that for them just to put all those Super Nintendo games on there that they did at that one big mass dump of games was just like, even though that wasn't like a lot, right? In the grand scheme of things, the, on, the Nintendo, a year. on the Nintendo scale of things, I was like. Jesus, what did y'all just do? Uh-huh. Oh, yeah, 50 bucks for a year, I'd do it. Yeah, because if you think about it in the cadence, okay, you're going to play, you're paying for this whole library of, of games, so it'll be worth 50, 50 or 60 bucks for a whole year. And think about know? it, because they would only have to charge, let's say, on the financial point, they're like, oh, okay, well, they have access to the whole library, and let's say they only touch 10% of that, and they don't even download the other 90, 80% of games that are available. Right. They're just banking money at that point. That's a lot of that's a lot of money you can bank. They can bank from just... People are going to buy that regardless. I mean, people will buy their subscription. You know, they see all those games, the games that you used to love to play and games you haven't got a chance to play on Wii U and all that type of stuff, have all of that in the category, the catalog, so that way... You know what? I'm gonna spend sixty bucks just to just to get that. Sixty bucks a year? Shoot, I'll be fine. You know what I mean? See what's gonna be it's gonna be it's easy money. That's easy, easy money. Easy. You know, well, I you... would I would I would throw that down. Yeah. That's the same thing with um with um uh PlayStation. PlayStation now, man, yeah, it's not as good as it should be. Oh, it's too expensive you know, for what it is. Way too expensive. You know, like I said, they need to do something like that with their cadence with this next generation. No, we don't need no uh, PlayStation now. Let's do something better. Where we're spending hey. a certain amount of money. Hey, guys, I do got to cut it short. I got to run. Yeah, we, yeah, we get ready to cut it short. This is the last little thing. You know, that works out perfectly like every week. Sergio, by the time he's like, I gotta go, we're just getting ready to wrap up anyway. So, Oh, I don't mm-hmm. even notice, man. Sometimes, yeah. I, think we, I think we've gone like an hour and a half, two hours on here before. Yeah. Uh-huh. yeah it's we real have. easy. We're just at an hour right now, so we're doing pretty good. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, we're doing pretty good, man. But yeah, the, the last thing, you know, they, they need to make a cadence for that. Um, Definitely, uh, when it comes to these this new uh, PlayStation, have some incentive or something like that. Like I said, with that Switch thing, that'll be that you that you you think that's gonna be that's gonna be the biggest highlight. They said we're opening up our library. We see we're dusting off and bringing these games in a whole new way. But they're gonna be in a library, and it was only six bucks a year. Man, people gonna buy that. Man, it's it's no doubt people will buy that, and there'll be so many subscriptions you wouldn't. You wouldn't even, they wouldn't even know where to begin. So your last thoughts, guys. Uh, I, heard, I heard a cat. Yeah, that was my cat. He's being crazy. He's uh, tired of me talking on this headset and playing video games and not paying attention to it. But <laughs> I got Game Pass and I got a podcast to do and I ain't got time for your stinky ass, all right? Cool? <laughs> cool? cool? All right, we're cool. Now I'm about to just dive back into some Gears 5, man. I had to make the choice between Gears 5 and... Uh, and uh, uh, Borderlands three, and instead of spending sixty dollars on Borderlands, I decided I had to spend four hundred on Gears five. So, because <laughs> <laughs> so I was just way more hype about that one than I was. Well, the other I one. haven't really started. I haven't really gone far in the story mode. So, whenever you're down for a horde, just let me know. Yeah, all right, man. I'm gonna 
kind of blasted the story before I, or at least part way through the story before I start getting into that. So well, I wouldn't worry about it. The uh, the point system has been pretty messed up lately, so I did like two hours at the hordes and just stayed at level one. <laughs> okay. I don't know. That's crazy. Terrible. Mm-mm-mm. But so far, but... Gears 5, two big thumbs up, man. It's a great game. Yeah, man. Yeah, they, I've heard so many positive reviews on that game, and they Shout out to you guys that, that developed that, man. It's wonderful. Mr. Sergio is gone, and that is all we got today. So I definitely hope everyone have a wonderful Sunday, and uh, don't work too hard out there. Remember, relax. Monday's not here yet. And that is all, guys, and we are out. See you.